Divine Connections magazine. Get major exposure for your business. Is someone looking for your service? Do you need networking? Are you a gospel artist or a ministry? Do you have a major event that you want to promote? Divine Connections magazine has the solution for you. We can distribute to residents, businesses, churches, and online. Don't miss this opportunity to expand your marketing locally and around the world. Find out more about us at DivineConnectionsMagazine.com. Get your spot in the next issue of Divine Connections Magazine by emailing us for details at DivineConnectionsMagazine at gmail.com. Make sure to like us on Facebook at Divine Connections Marketing. Follow us on Instagram at Divine Connections. Let's get it started now. Great day, great day, everyone. This is Dolores Williams with Divine Connections. Hope all is well. Divine Connection is a faith-based and inspirational magazine that comes out on a quarterly basis in print as well as online. We market with different businesses, entrepreneurs, pastors, gospel artists, and positive things going on in the community. And show, just give you a little update if you want to stay connected with us. We're also on social media. On Facebook, we're on Divine Connections Marketing. On Instagram, we're on Divine Connections, one word. And you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel at The Divine Connection, which is T-H-E-D-I-V-I-N-E, Connections with an S, to make sure you stay connected. And also, if you want to catch the special on the next issue that's coming out in March, make sure you send me an email, have pages 64, pages 110, and the ad runs for three months. So if you're interested in the special, Get in by January, send me an email, let me know you're interested, and we will talk soon. So today, I am so excited to have a guest from Detroit, um, C. Note Banks is in the house. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Doing well. Tell the audience about yourself. Well, I'm from Detroit. Um, that's my hometown. Um, born and raised. Um, my family, I have a musical family. Um, okay. My uncles, uh, their group name was the Macedonian Singers, and they were signed on the Bill Moss. Bill Moss is a legendary Bill Moss, a late great Bill Moss. Anybody know? If the younger crowd that's you know watching don't know who he is. That's Jay Moss, uh, excuse me, Jay Moss's father, and okay. Bill Moss Jr. And um, they were singing for some years. You know, as a kid, me and my brother, you know, we watched my uncle sing, and mm-hmm. you know, we looked up to him. You know, they was like everything to us. And um, they had a few hit singles, you know, in the regional area. And mm. so eventually they split up. Mm. And when they split up, uh, it did, did a, a damper on us, you know, my whole family. You know, uh, me and my brother, you know, we didn't want to do music no more after that. Mm. Um, we um, decided to start doing, you know, playing sports and doing other stuff like that. You know, I wasn't really in the music no more. After they split up, I'm like, music, I'm straight on that. You see in the aftermath of it, it's like, mm. I'm good. Um, so what I did was um, I was in middle school, and it's kind of ironic, ironic that you're from North Carolina. Yeah. Because it's a group that brought me back to singing. Okay. And, um, and before I go to that, the time my uncles were singing, Detroit was like huge at the time for the music scene. It was like, I would see the whiners on TV with Teddy Riley, mm-hmm. you know, performing a short time at the Apollo. Yeah. A couple of weeks later, I can be at Revival and be standing right next to the whiners. Oh, wow. Back in those days, you can, you can see Fred Hammond, BBCC whiners on Soul Train, and mm-hmm. you might run into them at a store or at the mall somewhere. 
you know, Detroit was like a melting pot, you know. So fast forward to middle school, I was, you know, pretty much just basketball, you know, straight basketball, five, five, Michigan. You know, they played North Carolina. North Carolina beat them in a tournament. I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know, I'm hurt. I'm a basketball fan at the time. Yeah. And then another North Carolina product, Jodeci. I was in school and um, I was a class clown in school, mm-hmm. in middle school. And uh, a buddy of mine, he was a class clown. He used to rap and sing and play around all the time. He'd get kicked out of class. Mm-hmm. So at this particular time, he kept singing and rapping and stuff like that. And my teacher usually would kick him out of class, but he didn't. He was singing Jodeci. And I'm like, look, man, you messing that song up, man. Chill out, man. You, you messing the whole song up. And he was like, well, can you do better? And I was like, I can do better than that. And so I sung it. And I had the time, like, I ain't seen for a few years, so I wasn't really into music like that no more. Mm-hmm. When I sung, the whole class stopped, and everybody was staring at me. And my teacher, oh. his name was Mr. Wilson, he walked up to me, and I'm thinking I'm going to uh, get kicked out of class. He walked up to me, he said, man, you got a gift, man, from the heavens. Mm-hmm. He was like, man, you need to use it. And I'm like, man, I'm playing basketball. I ain't thinking about that no more. And he was mm-hmm. like, no, man, you have a gift. You need to use your gift. And... I looked I looked back and this girl I had a crush on. She was standing up and shot. Then I looked back at him. I said, I think you wanted something. <laughs> I said, because didn't that really phase her? You know, when she, you know, when I seen her mood, I'm like, eh, maybe I'm on to something. So what I did was, in which every young artist should do, I got back in choir. I went to choir and I sung in the choir for all the way from middle school to high school. And um that helped me out a lot. Um, that was a big help to me. I think choir is like the key part of a singer. You need to you need okay. to sing in choir, you know, before you really start trying to break out on your own. You need to learn the basics. And uh, you know, when I was a little kid, I used to sing a lot, but I took a break. Uh-huh. So I got back in the choir and got up under um in high school. My teacher name was Miss Hill. She was kind of like Maddie Moss Clark. Oh, okay. and uh, like if you mess up, she'll throw something at you, throw a staple at your head, stuff like that. So. She helped, she helped me out a lot. So um, it was a blessing. And um, I got back into music and I formed a group with my brother and my cousin, Frank. You know, he passed away, but uh, we had formed a group uh, when we was in our young teens, our late teens, excuse me, uh, Next Level, which Next Level is still together right now. And um, my cousin, Frank, he was 18 when he passed away. Uh, wow. We was getting ready for a concert and he um, got real sick at rehearsal. Mm-hmm. And um, went to the hospital. He was diagnosed diagnosed with heart failure, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, that. And he sung with us maybe like four or five months till he yeah. passed. Wow! And he was eighteen, his senior year in high school. So yeah. that had a big effect on us, you yeah. know. But we kept going, kept pushing, and um, me and my brother we started, you know, recording projects. And uh, my younger brothers, Emmanuel and Quincy. They joined us and we kept performing and doing shows. And um, yeah, eventually um, I got sick. I got wow. sick. And uh, actually what happened was we was um, performing and I uh-huh. wasn't feeling well. And we went to the studio, still wasn't feeling well. And then a friend of mine, 
he, he was murdered. And actually, this friend named Antoine Turner, he was a part of our group when he was in high school. We had a group called Harmony Swang. You think back in the day, everybody had a swang and everything in the group. But <laughs> we had a group, a gospel group, Harmony Swang, in high school. And uh, Antoine got murdered when, you know, some years later. And I was prepping for actually rehearsing to sing at his funeral. Mm-hmm. And I was a fellow. Like, man, I couldn't get no notes out, nothing like that. I'm like, that's that's strange. I can't sing. I ain't would have called anything. But I couldn't get no, very strange. The next day after work, I do healthcare. So I went to work. I was very mm-hmm. dizzy. And uh, the nurse checked my blood pressure. It was like 240 over 180. Mm-hmm. Anybody know that? That's very dangerous. Right, right. I went to emergency. So, like, emergency, they was rushing to me. You know, it was rushing. And I um, ended up being in the hospital for like three weeks. I was in ICU. And wow. they diagnosed me with heart failure. Oh, wow. And, uh, when they diagnosed me with heart failure, I'm like, I'm like, what? I can't believe it. I'm like, heart failure? I'm like, what's going on with this? I guess I, I, I never ex- suspected nothing like that, you know? Uh, I'm like, so when I'm in the hospital, the head cardiologist, she come in. When she told me the diagnosis, she was crying. She was crying. Mm-hmm. She got tears in her eyes. You know, she was like, um, I have a son your age. You're too young to be in this condition. She was like, um, you have a heart. Your heart is damaged like heart of an 80 year old. She was like, you're not gonna make it. You're not gonna make it through the year. And I'm looking at her like, I don't believe that. And she was like, no, you're not gonna make it through the year the way you're, you're, the condition you're in. I'm like, I have a son. You know. She was like, well, you probably won't make it through the year. She kept crying. I'm like, I'm gonna be okay. Nah, I just kept mm-hmm. it in my mind, like, I'm going to be all right. Because once you receive so- accept something like that, That's right. you're pretty much out of it. Right. So I was like, I'm going to keep faith in God. I'm going to be okay. So, mm-hmm. um, like, the last week I was in there, I got kind of kind of a little irritated. I'm like, look, man, I'm getting out of it. And uh, they was like, okay, you walk down that hallway. And you walk down the hallway, you walk back with the charger. I was like, back. So I get out the bed. I'm walking down the hallway. So I get to the end of the hallway. I slid down the wall mm. and they put, me, they put me in the wheelchair and I rolled back with my head down. I'm like, oh, that was a big blow right there. But, mm. you know, uh, I just got, I went back to the, to the room and I started praying. And at that time, at this time, I'm in Oklahoma when this happened. So I'm not in Detroit. My parents came to, to Oklahoma and brought me back home before mm. I could heal up. Once I got back to Detroit, Follow my regimen, doing better, eating right, just resting. Um, I was asleep one night and I felt like a hand touched my chest. I jumped up. I'm like, what's that? I heard an audible, audible voice, just loud, loud and clear. Say you healed. As soon as I heard heard that, I got energetic, you know? Yeah. And um, I was like, man. So I went to the cardiologist like two weeks later. They were just checking me, just seeing if I, if I got worse. Uh, when they ran tests, I was like, man, your heart is normal. Like, what is this? They was running in there, different specialists. They couldn't mm-hmm. believe it. It was like, your heart is normal, man. Like, you are, like, man, you good, man. Like, why you ain't jumping up? I said, man, I've been jumping up, man. Right. Like, you know, God told me two weeks ago. And so um, I got back home and I promised God, I said, I'm going to do a project for you. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm here now, you know, I wrote and produced this whole album. Well, with the help of my brother, he did three songs for, I actually produced three songs with me, but um, I'm here. 
know, I'm back and ready to roll. Awesome, awesome. That is a powerful testimony. You had some tragedies, your brothers and some others um, that went through some things um, and you had to go through some things yourself. So I'm grateful. Yeah, um, yeah. We're able to stay strong, believe God, have faith. That's the major thing and have God in your life um, mm -hmm. at a young age so you can continue not only to be a blessing for yourself, for your son and those that are surrounded around about you and your family and everyone as well. So thank God you survived. Amen. 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 You know, yeah. I, I, um, which my sister? No, go ahead. Yeah. I, um, I humble me a lot. Yeah. I'm always, I always been independent. Uh, even as a child, I was independent, you know, trying to book studio time, a teenager, you know, be independent and really, I never had to depend on that. Like, I mean, just to have to sit and wait, that was hard to do. Yeah. You know, because I'm used to ripping and running and doing my thing and, and to be, oh man, you know, I, I would let people know this. I would tell you this. You have to lean on God, depend on God. You know, either yeah. you can sit down yourself or he'll sit you down. You don't want him to sit you down. You know, if he sits you down, it's going to be a serious process. So, um, I definitely, uh, I'm not going to be in that process again. <laughs> right. I learned that. Yeah, for real. Awesome, awesome. Well, let's tune into um, your music. Tell us about the song I'm getting ready to play. Send my praise. Send my praise. Um, I wrote and produced this song. I recorded in East Point, Michigan. And it's a studio called The Dish. It's like a historic studio where they recorded like uh, Roger Troutman, uh, they recorded a lot of different artists, a lot of uh, George Clinton. So it's like a legendary studio. And I got a chance to work with an uh, engineer. Um, his name is Greg Riley. And when I went in there, I kind of, I really did this song a few times for us to get, trying to get it right. And he yeah. asked me, he said, why you keep critiquing the song? I said, because I want to give God my best. And I said, I'm not trying to do halfway stuff. Um, give God a stake on the translate. And I would, mm -hmm. I would say this to artists. I've been around R&B artists, pop artists, hip hop artists. What I notice is when they're doing stuff for the world, they spend their last dollar on it and they record the song a million times over and over until they get it right. And gospel, sometimes we record a song once or twice. I've had guys tell me, it's just a gospel song. Let's go ahead, that's good enough. I'm like, no, mm -mm. this for God, man, it's my creator. It's my, this is my king, man. You know, I want to give him the best. So I'm gonna keep doing it and doing it. So I told my engineer, I'm like, I gotta give God the best, man. He healed me. You know, he got me to this point. So I'm gonna keep you ticking until I get it right. So this is my son send my praise and I hope everybody enjoy it. Amen. Amen. So for a second, are we gonna play it? I said my praises up to you, Lord, I sing for all the things that you do, for the things you do. I said my praises up to you, Lord, I sing for all the things you do. Glory, 
Put my shades on. That's a Detroit thing. <laughs> that's that's a D thing. I got to put them on at least one time. That's how we do it, the D. But um, my information is Twitter, 
at Note Banks. Mm-hmm. Instagram, C Note Banks One. Facebook, C Note, C N O T E Banks, C Note Banks. Um, my email, cbanksboy at gmail.com if you want to contact me or book in or something like that. Um, send my praise is on Spotify, iTunes, um, Amazon, all your digital outlets. You know, go support it, download it. Uh, my album. It's coming out. It's done. It's already done. Okay. It's um titled Prince Charles Volume One. And it's coming out towards the end of February. It's like it's nine tracks. Um, I'm telling you, it's it's hot. It's hot. I put a lot of work into it. It's annoying it. Took my time, prepped it. It wasn't rushed, you know. Prayed mm-hmm. on it. Guy got his hand on it. It's gonna be a blessing to you. Definitely um support it. Detroit. Awesome, 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 awesome. All right, and leave us with a word of encouragement, if you will. Well, can I say the thing before I leave it? Word sure. of encouragement? Sure. One thing. Sure. It's another North Carolina artist that inspired me. Like I was saying earlier, Jodeci for us, getting me back into singing when I was in class, but uh-huh. uh, John P. Key, he uh-huh. put out an album called Colorblind. It's a solo album. Uh-huh. He didn't do it with the quiet, with him solo. And I was, you know, I was a teenager when it came out. Uh, my mother, she bought the album, and I, when I got a hold of it, I played it over and over again, nonstop. That got me to want to sing gospel again. Uh-huh. That brought me back to gospel. That album, right there, I played it night and day. And you know, when I was in high school, I was over the town shows and stuff like that, yeah. doing shows. I mean, I'm gonna be practicing on Boys and Men and songs like that. Uh-huh. I'm listening to Don't Be Key Colorblind, you know, and. Uh, that changed my life, you know. Uh, so, North Carolina is ironic. You from North Carolina? North Carolina played a big yeah. part of my life. That's, ain't that something? Uh, That's so ironic. Awesome. Um, word of encouragement. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would say to the youth. I'm gonna say this to the youth, to the uh, young men and women that's trying to get in this gospel industry. Um, first of all, you have to love it, and you like, you know, some people like love it. Yeah, of course I love it. No, no, no. Love it is this. When it don't pan out, when things don't go your way, and you still want to do it. See, me, I, I had a lot of pitfalls, but I still love music. I still, when I wake up, I'm I'm refreshed. I love the business, everything about it. I love the bit music business so much that I went to college and got two degrees in business management just to learn a business even more because mm-hmm. um I love it. So when you love something, it's not about the money. You know, you'd do it if you wasn't selling no no singles or albums. You have mm-hmm. to love it because there's gonna be a lot of critiquing. It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of work. And if you don't love it, just like a job, you'll quit if you don't love it. So you have to love it. Number two, well, number one, love God, but number two, you have to love it. Um, I would say, listen, listen to the the mentors and the people that's been been out there before you. They give you advice. Just, just listen. Just, just let it soak in. You know, you you don't get to a point where you know everything. You have right. to soak in knowledge from people and um, listen to advice. I get advice all the time. My uncle, his name is Hollis Kenshin. He was part of a group of Macedonians. He helped train me, and uh, that was my cousin Frank's his father. Mm-hmm. And he listened to my praise. And when I showed it to him and my aunt, they're both pastors. Mm-hmm. They were like, it sounds good, but you could have did this. You could have did a little bit of that. I mean, 
but you're going to get that, you know, and I took it, I took it in and I'm going to use it for the next song, you know, but yeah. you never get to where you know everything. You always got to, you know, receive advice and listen to the ones before you and be around people that's trying to do something positive and do something with themselves. You know, you don't want to be around crabs in the bucket, people that's pulling you down, you know, stay around the, um, the focus, God fearing people. Amen. Amen to that. How old are you? How young are you, rather? How young am I? I'm 39. 39. Okay, very good. Very good. Very good. Awesome, awesome. Young black role model. Um, encouraging you to stay close to God and give give him all that you have and be uh, and be an example for others. So that's definitely blessing. Anything else you want to share before we leave? Um yeah, just just look out for the album. And uh, okay. stay tuned. Like and now, like we say this to you. I appreciate you having me on your platform. Uh, it's an honor. Uh, you know, uh, you didn't have to do it, but you did it. God, God bless you for it. Amen. <laughs> and, and I just like to say to the people during this pandemic, um, God will never leave you. God will never leave you. I have a song. God will never leave. It's not on the album, but it's on my YouTube channel. See no Banks YouTube channel. It's called God will never leave. And I just put that extra single out on my YouTube channel because the pandemic, I've lost, you know, family members. Mm. My cousin, Tony Banks, he's a gospel rapper. He died uh, a few months back. You know, oh, me and him did a lot of shows together and uh, that put a damper on our family. Uh, Tony Banks, he, you know, Banks, we call ourselves the Banks boys. So, you know, I miss him. Uh, my cousin, Bump, he passed a few years back. He was a gospel rapper. They had a group called Masterpiece. Mm. Um, and, uh, I lost a lot of friends and family, and I would tell people this: God would never leave you. I know this pandemic has been tough on everybody. Yeah. 2020 was, oh my gosh, and, you know. I work in the healthcare field as well, so I've seen a lot. So um, I would say, hold on, God would never leave you. Man will leave you. People would turn on you, but God would never turn on you. He'd never leave you. Amen, amen. And we cover you in the blood of Jesus, knowing that you're out there in the forefront. Amen. Yeah. So we ask that God gives his protection over you as well while you're out there. And we thank you so much for coming on today. This is C-Note Bank. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. And, and I'm going to say this. I'm trying, I'm trying to get down to North Carolina soon. You know, when, he, when this stuff clear up, yeah. you know, this stuff clear up, we'll try to get down there and be singing and doing some shows down there with y'all. Awesome. You know, awesome. awesome. Look forward to it. Look forward to it. Thank you so much, Mr. C-Notes Banks. Now make sure you guys stay connected with him on all his social media platforms and his website as well. A young black man of God that is awesome, doing great things for the kingdom. So make sure you stay connected. This is Dolores Williams with Divine Connections. Make sure you stay connected to the number one divine connector, which is Jesus Christ. You all mm -hmm. have a phenomenal day. Thank you again, C-Notes. Thank you. Okay. you. Yeah, you the fashion on point too. The fashion on point. Thank I see you. you. I see you. <laughs> Thank you. Hold tight. Divine Connections Magazine. Get major exposure for your business. Is someone looking for your service? Do you need networking? Are you a gospel artist or a ministry? Do you have a major event that you want to promote? Divine Connections Magazine has the solution for you. We can distribute to residents, businesses, churches, and online. Don't miss this opportunity to expand your marketing locally and around the world. Find out more about us at DivineConnectionsMagazine.com. Get your spot in the next issue 
of Divine Connections Magazine by emailing us for details at divineconnectionsmagazine at gmail.com. Make sure to like us on Facebook at Divine Connections Marketing. Follow us on Instagram at Divine Connections. Let's get it started now.